0: Welcome to the convey culture podcast where we delve into the vibrant tapestry of generations alpha z and millennials We're here to amplify their voices break down barriers and shatter stereotypes Get ready to explore the fascinating world of culture and identity and discover the true impact it has on our lives Join us on this captivating journey. This is the convey culture podcast Welcome to the Convey Culture podcast where we explore the expressions of culture and identity of upcoming generations. I have with me today Larissa Yi. and I remember when I first met Larissa, Larissa I was blown away by not only just her ability to tell stories and really connect to culture but also she has an incredible pulse on beauty and fashion and trends and And she was so great at really providing a perspective of her generation in a way that was tangible, that as a marketer, you could really act upon. So Larissa, I am so excited to have you to hear today.
1: I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Bianca. Of
0: course.
1: So I love to have everyone just talk
0: about who they are. So how do you identify regarding race, ethnicity, nationality, and do you feel close to your cultural identity?
1: Yeah. So I grew up in Hawaii. I'm I would say that i identify as someone who is mixed so um, my dad he's native hawaiian and chinese and my mom is you know some mixtures of all different kinds of white so um that's kind of always been a part of like who i am like i love to you know talk about how i am this mixed person with all kinds of different backgrounds um but i would say like growing up in hawaii it already is a huge melting pot of different cultures so i really feel like uh i'm lucky as someone who grew up mixed race to, you know, be in an environment where there's also a lot of mixed people. Yes. Um, So that's something that I really hold close to my heart and um, it's really important to me.
0: And you're not living in Hawaii now. So how often do you get to go home? Is that something you yearn for? I feel like anyone who gets to have every day in beautiful Hawaii yearns for it, but also you moved away to pursue a career. So how's that?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, because, you know, when I was in high school, and I was ready to go to college, I was so excited, because I am, I would say I am an island girl, but I am also a city girl. So I was like, I'm excited to go to the city, you know, and, and be in a new environment. And I, and I love that. But there will be, you know, phases where I'm like, I'm ready to go home, I'm ready to be around, you know, my family, and just, just being in that scenery and environment. It's just really warming. And it's, And I love it. So I try to go back, you know, at least a few times a year. And when I do, I am sure to like get the right amount of time there where I just, you know, refill my cup of of being home.
0: You'd have to. I, when I was running track in college, I was recruited to go to the University of Hawaii and I went there and I'm like, this is so beautiful, but I just couldn't imagine every day living there. And I was like, well, how do people get home? Like this is a very expensive ticket for my parents. So Mm -hmm. I feel you a little bit on that pull because I'm like, would I like to live here every day? Yes. Does it feel realistic for what I need to do for college? I was torn on that piece. Totally. And then I know when we met, we talked a lot about you exploring, like you've not just branched out and left Hawaii, you've kind of been able to take your career and have different global experiences. So how did that kind of, how did leaving leaving outside the country really Mm -hmm. shape your identity and self discovery?
1: Yeah, you know, that's, I I love that question, because um, I studied abroad, or I did an internship abroad with a jewelry company in London for two months. And you know, that is almost like On the other side of the globe as Hawaii. And it's funny because all the kids that also had internships, like nobody else was even from the Pacific Northwest area in terms of like going to school, and nobody was from Hawaii. So I was like the only one that was mixed and also the only one that was like from Hawaii. So, you know, that was really cool to even meet the employees at the company that I was interning with because they were just blown away that I was from Hawaii and now I'm in London doing that internship. So, You know, bringing my experiences of just uh, being from the U.S., being a a young woman—it's all those things I was able to, you know, share with them and talk to them about my experiences. So those—that was a really cool experience.
0: To go, I feel like I always want to encourage my kids. I'm like, go do internships other places because you get to understand, you have a different viewpoint of culture. I also feel like you look at America differently when you come back. I think it changes. The way you look at our society, it gives you perspective. I think it's healthy. Like move about the
1: globe, go experience new things. Exactly, I find that like so amazing that you tell your kids that because my mom was the one that told me she's like, you need to do an, in- you need to do something abroad, and I was like, no, you know, I, I've been abroad, I've visited, I don't really need to do it, and she's like, you have to do it, like just see what there is, and I am just so grateful that I did it. So, go, moms.
0: Yes. Now, we're both in marketing, so we know we've sat in those tables where you hear your culture or identity being talked about, or you hear them talk about Gen Z and you're like, "Okay, that's kind of true, but where did you hear that?" So, do you think brands and marketers are doing a good job catering to young adults like you?
1: Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking about this the other day. I just feel like with so much social media now and user-generated content, they're like it's almost endless about if brands are strategic enough to connect to those important creators, yeah. then you can feel seen, you know, and included um, like being someone who's mixed. I've always felt like I'm not Asian enough or I'm not Hawaiian yeah. enough or I'm not white enough. Like nobody you you'll see, you know, people out there that are modeling these brands and sometimes they're just one ethnicity or they're two, right. but they're never really like your ethnicity, you know? So <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people can, can resonate with that, and so with user-generated content, you know, I've seen creators that like one creator in particular.ly uh, She's from Hawaii, and she's mixed, like Asian, and she's half Asian, half white. And I'm like, everything she posts, like I just love her content. So I'm very influenced by her. <laughs>
0: I do feel that brands have an advantage when I was growing up. I felt like beauty one beauty is not what it was like even Mm -hmm. access. Like I I genuinely feel like Pat McGrath and Savage Fenty completely changed the game for what you want for inclusive beauty. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like influencers did it because influencers held them to the fire when things did not look right. When your face was chalky, when you didn't have the right color palette, Mm -hmm. when there wasn't yellow undertones, when they held them to the fire. And so I don't, feel sometimes that influencers get the credit they should yeah. for completely evolving the beauty industry. Cause they've shoved it forward in a way that it needed to happen. I think.
1: Yes. I love that. The shade range has grown and I think that is so important, you know? Um So I just seeing how how, is, how it has evolved. It's just uh, been amazing. I think even from when I was like in oh you know, middle school maybe. And I was like, just getting into makeup and seeing from where it was then till now it's it's just crazy. It really
0: is. Well, okay. So on that note with social media, I'm curious because I grew up in a generation before filters. So your face was your face. You, It was what you got, right? Like, <laughs> but it's interesting to see there's some profiles I go profiles I will go to and that person will never not have a filter. And so from your perspective, at least from your generation, do you feel that has an impact on you? Do you see it and you're like, is that their makeup? Is that like, how much do you even think about that when you're looking at social media?
1: Oh my gosh. So <laughs> that is also a great question. I feel like there's so many influence out there where I'm just like, oh, how do they look like that every single day, you know? And the truth is like, I forget, thought they probably, maybe they edit that picture. Maybe they don't, but it's possible that they could. And, you know, you just like, sometimes it it I think can cloud your vision of like what life should be like or how people should look. So, you know, I, I think about it from time to time and I'm just like, you just have to remember like, you know, sometimes social media is a highlight reel or people yeah. will, you know, enhance things and that's how it is, you know, whatever makes you feel good. But it's sometimes just important to remember to like, let yeah. everything, just be realistic with yourself, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Isn't that the case? Because even for me, I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll see filters of something and I'm like, Ooh, is that? that, is that, look how great I'd look if I did this, like the freckle. Yes. I'm oddly obsessed with this freckle filter, which I never post anything, but I'm like, I feel like that might be my jam. So it's just interesting to see how the filters do affect the way you think you should look or the way potentially you want
1: to look. Absolutely. I, I mean, I feel like, I, I I use filters on Snapchat and, like, sometimes, like, that's the only way I can, like, take pictures, like, send pictures to people is, like, I look better with the filter on. I'm going to use the filter, you know? So <laughs> what I want to do. Yeah, it's really, like, you know, you use it, you don't use it, but it it does sometimes overtake the way you see things.
0: It does. and I But I do feel like there's a shift in it, where there's a realization. is the same way we look at makeup, almost. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Because people, like, I mean... I've seen some makeup that quite frankly is better than a filter where I'm like, you look nothing like yourself, but it's not a judgment thing. It's like, it's the same as any way you want to express yourself. You want this, it's your Mm self-expression. Okay. So when I scroll through TikTok and I do, I'm horrible because it's like a TV channel. I don't feel overly influenced to purchase all the time. There's little Mm -hmm. things. How heavily influenced do you feel when you're scrolling through social or when you are, you have your favorite influencers. How much do you purchase based on what they're recommending?
1: Yeah. I would say I'm it's it really depends on the product, you know. Right. Like there are some things where I am very easily influenced. Like I'll see something and I'm like, I want that. That's cute, you know? Like I've been looking for something that's similar to that. I'm gonna get that. But then there's also some items where I'm like, Why why would anyone want that? I don't want that. <laughs> so I don't want that. Yeah.
0: it is funny because I always wonder if is it the person that I want to emulate or is it something about like, what is it that's influencing me in this? Is it the person? Is it the brand? Is it how they put it together? And Mm -hmm. it, a lot of times I feel like it's the use case more than it is the person or how it looks. It's the use case. Like how much does this fit into my life? I don't care how much I love that influencer. Mm -hmm. I'm like seven inch heels. Aren't my jam. I'm ten. Like I'm never going to wear them. I don't (laughs) care how great they look. So for me, it almost leans into like a use case. Does this fit what I need?
1: Yeah. I feel like for me, it it's a toss up, you know, because there's like, some influencers that I'm like, I love their style, like that is the kind of style I want to replicate. And maybe that, you know, is a reflection of like my generation and oh, yeah. being um, exposed to like, you know, social media and celebrities that like, we see something that they're using. And like, you know, we want to follow their fashion trends and like what it is that they do. So I'm, I'm a little different on that. Like <laughs> I want to emulate your same energy. Like, you know, so. Oh, okay. So that there's the
0: generational, like I'm, I feel like, oh, I hate when they say it. elder millennial, I think is where I'm at. <laughs> so I think that's the difference too with Gen Z as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on a music, you always put me onto some new music yeah. or something new you're listening to. So what are you listening to now?
1: Oh, so lately, like on repeat, um, one of my favorite artists, his name is Q like just the letter Q, and he just came out with his new album last week. So that has literally just been what I've been listening to. Um, he's kind of like R and B, like mixed. He's like I would say a lot of mixtures of different genres, oh, but he has like a very almost eighties sounding sound to him.
0: So. Okay, I'm looking up Q after this. I'm looking.
1: Yeah. Up. How do you
0: discover new music?
1: So for me, I. I am. I want to. I don't want to say I'm a gatekeeper of my music, but I just like. I pride myself in the new music that I find, you know, and I love sharing that with people. Um, But also, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I want you to appreciate the music I share with you. Yep, value it. So your Spotify playlist is precious. You don't just hand your playlist. It is. It's my baby. But um, the way I find it is, I actually will. I have Spotify, and so I will circulate through like you know similar artists to artists that I listen to so if you like scroll through your profile or the artist it'll say like people also listen to this artist and I I'll just sometimes spend my free time like just looking for new music and listening to songs um, so that's that's what I enjoy doing when I'm trying to look for some new music I miss the call
0: and this is probably just worth my stage in life but I miss my sister's very good at this and we're only like a year in part but she just lives mm-hmm. a couple- different like she always discovers new artists by like just stumbling into a concert she's like yeah it was like five dollar mm-hmm. concert i went in and, and they'll be like the and she goes to all these really cool live concerts and events and she'll send me these videos of these incredible like r&b artists who are local mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm never on the pulse of that so i'm always like send me your new music i want to hear what's going on because you you get in this loop of like listening to the
1: same artist. Yeah. I want to support up and coming artists. Mm-hmm. I love that. That sounds like such a great experience to just like stumble upon a $5 concert. I know. Well, she has
0: always been, she's like, would call me at 2. AM and I'm in bed mom doing, and she's like, Hey, put on an outfit. There's a party. Everyone's dressing Where it right. I? It's at the rooftop of somebody. And I'm like, man, thanks fire. <laughs> I don't have it, but I appreciate it. So she's the cooler sister of us. Definitely the cooler one. All right. It's time for rapid fire. Let's okay. get into it. Right. These will be fun. Okay. First thing that comes to you, it doesn't need to be prescriptive. Even if you last minute, like, oh, I have a different perspective. Like, let's go for it. So if you could work with any brand, who would it
1: be? Probably for beauty, Makeup by Mario, Rare Beauty. I love um, just Selena Gomez's products, what her brand stands for. Um, I love Steve Madden shoes. So that would probably be another one. <laughs> Steve Madden is back. See, you're introducing me to something. Steve Madden is back. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Rare Beauty's mascara is unmatched. I love their mascara. Just yeah. much. Uh, one celebrity you would want to collaborate with and one you would want to get advice from. Um,
1: collaborate with. I love Jenna Ortega. She's, I just saw an article. She's like the Gen Z queen. So, um, you know, she's, I just really enjoy, like, she's a great actress, but she's also, I love finding actresses that are like petite and short because I'm a petite and short person. So like, you know, I, I would love to collaborate with her. Um, but advice there's just, there's too many celebrities or like influential people out there that I, I would love to get advice from. So that one is a sure one. one. (laughs) All
0: right. What are the least likely three words that someone would use to describe
1: you? Okay. Um, Hostile. Yeah. Um unfriendly and unfashionable.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm aligned. I know you. I would agree with the right. hostile just would shock me. I'd be like, are you okay? Like I would just I would feel very out of character for you and I agree. Fashionable, but like just this. Effortless beauty sometimes. I would say that. Like at least so the opposite of effort, like whatever the opposite of that is, you always look, I don't know, glowy put together. So I need the opposite. You. Okay, what is your favorite content sources? It can be anything.
1: Um, you know, I grew up with Instagram, so honestly, Instagram is still my ride or die. Um, but of course, I've I've got TikTok, so TikTok, but also just uh, all of them really. <laughs> Have you done Lemonate? Yeah. I'm curious. Cause I feel like only
0: influencers are on Lemonate, but that's TikTok's new Pinterest, I think is what they're trying to go after.
1: It is. Yeah. So I did download Lemonate and I made one post on it and then I never went back on the app again, but you know, maybe I think it needs to warm up a little bit more and get a little more widespread because I really did just see like already people that are like famous on TikTok for the people that were using lemonate, So I'm sure they were like, an ambassador or something. So I'm waiting for more versatile, more diverse. Yeah. I agree. That
0: whole strategy was weird. I was like, why would you pick only influence? Like they only went to influencers. And because of that, it almost breaks the model of how social media has grown previously. Because like I, this is before your time, but Facebook grew on college campuses, and then Instagram had its photo sharing, and they had a different. And so to go straight to influ, even TikTok started with mm-hmm. you know people emulating music and dances, and things. So to go straight to influencers felt like a weird way to launch social media. I, I was that strategy was interesting to me.
1: It was. Um, I, I would
0: agree. I, like I, I know what they're gonna say like i know that one yeah if you devoted the rest of your life to a social impact cause what would it be
1: oh um women's rights um definitely you know something back home with um preserving um uh, native hawaiian wildlife and just the um land especially it's you know I I want to preserve it. I want to protect it. I have so much love and appreciation for it. So that would be probably another one.
0: I love it. Yes, please. I want generations to be able to enjoy that beauty. Exactly. All right. You have $300 to spend on something selfish. It cannot be some immensely amazing cause. It just has to be ridiculously selfish. What are you spending $300 on?
1: Mocha Jordans. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So... the Jordan thing kills me
0: because I want them so bad. But I'm like, yeah, this is unreasonable. And I'm like, who cares? People want Louis Vuitton's that are Louis Vuitton's. I'm like, no, no. I just want Jordans. They're comfortable. My feet love them. So
1: exactly. And uh, the mocha color, I love I love the color brown. And yeah. I was not lucky enough on the app to get yeah. it. And the resale price is in that price, range. So
0: you have tiny feet though. So like the resale price for you is gonna no. be even lower. Like no, the res-
1: I- I have actually like normal size feet for the average woman. So it's not, it's not, lucky. not.
0: Okay. So I'm projecting something. You said petite and I'm like, oh, she has little feet. <laughs> yeah. So one of my friends can wear like kid sizes and I can't stand her because she always has the newest Jordans, but I'm like, it's because you wear tiny, tiny feet shoes. I'm tall and I wear an eight and a half, nine and I never win that lotto. Like I can never win that mm-hmm. sneaker lotto. I need a bot or however they're doing it.
1: Yeah, bots, you know, AI, maybe AI can buy. Something. Maybe AI. I'm like,
0: AI, what time do I need to put this credit card in? Because I want there was a gold and black pair that I want. There's a pink mm-hmm. pair. There's so many pairs where I'm like, as soon as those come back. But I'm feeling the mocha is chef's kiss. They really are. So nice. Neutral? You can wear them with a suit anyway. We're we're moving past the mocha. If anyone's listening and wants to give Larissa mocha Jordans. (laughs) uh, Would your 12-year-old self think you're cool?
1: I think so. She would think I'm I'm pretty amazing. (laughs) I love it. I think she would
0: too. I didn't know 12 year old you, but I think you're cool and I'm pretty sure she would too. All right, that's the end of the rapid fire questions. I want to give you a chance. Anything you want to share about what you're doing? Anything I should have asked you?
1: I think you covered everything. I mean, it was awesome. Uh, I really loved, you know, sharing and answering all your questions. So it was awesome. Perfect. Any? Do you want to share any social media
0: profiles or anyone can follow you?
1: Y- sure, absolutely. Uh, should I j- just do it? Go for it. Lay right. it out. You can follow me Instagram. Larissa Ka'iulani, L-A-R-I-S-S-A-K-A-I-U-L-A-N-I.
0: Perfect. Love it. Because someday you'll be some beauty empire, tech empire. And I'm like, I knew Larissa when? And so we'll want to make sure they follow you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Larissa. This has been incredible. And thanks
1: for being one of my first guests. Thank you, Bianca, for having me. I always, you know, appreciate your mentorship. I appreciate your guidance. And I'm always, you know, on your side rooting for you same
0: same same at any point same thank you